0: Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you are looking to get married, you are engaged, newly married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have successfully navigated those winding roads over the past 18 plus years.
1: Join us on this journey as we discuss real life experiences, both highs and lows, and what we have learned along the way. Happiness, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome to Destination Marriage.
0: Welcome to Episode 8 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we're thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. In today's episode, we will be sharing 10 ways to be selfless within your marriage. We live in a you-do-you world um, (laughs) where focusing solely on our wants is encouraged, but Let's be real, that's never going to make for a healthy marriage. Um, But we thought it would be a really great topic, and uh, let's jump right in.
1: You know, it sounds like a no-brainer to be selfless or to put your spouse first, but it may not come naturally, especially when putting your spouse first may require us to step away from something we want. More often, I think, it might actually be we are simply blinded to the fact we're acting selfishly. So today we're going to ha- talk about ten separate ways to be selfless in your marriage.
0: Yes, and just to clarify, to be selfless means concern more with the needs of others than of yourself, putting others first. Right. So, um, you know, for the first, the first way or the first, um, you know, thing we had discussed um, as far as being selfless in your marriage would be helping your spouse accomplish their dreams, and this may even mean sacrificing our own. Sure. And I think the, the latter part is probably really
1: a The tough hard part, pill. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just swallow. What, I'm gonna have to give up something that I want, a dream of mine? And I don't think it always has to be that way.
1: Yeah, it's not a zero sum game, right? It doesn't no. necessarily mean, you know, sometimes they're shared dreams, sometimes they're, you know, very specific things that are, there's, you know, dreams and then there's aspirations and then mm-hmm. It, it's hard. That, this is a tough one, right? So we jump right into the a really difficult one.
0: I mean, that's a hard one. We've had we've had this conversation because mm-hmm. we have obviously different dreams, you know, that we've had maybe before marriage, since we were a kid, or as we've gotten older. Hey, I want to do this, or maybe we find that there's something we're really passionate about we didn't know we had a passion for ten years ago, and it's going to obviously disrupt the other's schedule, or maybe time that I'm able to pour into you, or vice versa. It does require sacrifice on the other's part.
1: yeah, I, I think that's really it's a big one. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's big picture things and it's it's kind of abstract in a way because sometimes dreams are maybe not practical things you know mm-hmm. so it's like you gotta you gotta balance yeah you know life needing to to put food on the table and other things but you know
0: right so I'm not gonna go run off with the circus. I mean we're not talking about that.
1: <laughs> or, yeah, right right. But sometimes you know you can't give up all your time if you're with mm-hmm. with your job or your career or other things that are you know on your plate but i think as a general rule you know being willing to sacrifice maybe something that you're really mm-hmm. you have aspirations for for the other yeah could serve your marriage really well absolutely number two this is certainly more practical respecting one another's time <laughs> just because you're on different schedules doesn't mean their time isn't as valuable, and I think this this one is goes right to the heart of us, right? Because I'm an early morning guy. You like to yeah. sleep in, maybe you work on you know work on things late at night where I'm ready to crash.
0: Yeah, we are in different schedules, and a lot of that had to do with work schedules. The mm-hmm. demands of your job required that you were up before the sun came up, and that just wasn't my schedule. So we naturally were waking up and then getting tired or hitting a wall at a different time
1: yeah I think we've we've definitely kind of evolved with mm-hmm. this one, I think both ways. Like you respect that I enjoy those that time kind of quietly by myself in the mornings. A lot mm-hmm. of times it's getting things done. you you maybe used to give me a hard time about it. Um, but now you respect that. And I think vice versa, you know I recognize when you want to spend time with your girlfriends or when you want to uh, work late you know, I respect that and we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll take care of other stuff That so you can focus on your, you know, what, you, what you're working on. So I think That used to
0: be a hot button though. It, it, it really was. did for yeah. a, a while. It used to be a hot button. And
1: thank you for kind of, I think you've probably-
0: <laughs> We've grown. Adapted without, a lot yeah. with
1: that one. Yeah, thank you for that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, um, thinking first about how your actions affect the other. Um, And I think this is absolutely something that is, um, I mean, it should pertain to just how we treat others in general, but definitely within our marriage, you know, the choices that you make, the things that you do on a daily basis as a husband or a wife will affect the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that for anyone, regardless of the stage that you're in your marriage, it can be the smallest thing to to one, but maybe not to the other, taking a step back and thinking about, you know, how this is going to affect my spouse, whether it's, you know, a financial choice, um, you know, it can be how you are spending your time, you know, whether or not that you're engaging with, it can be anything really. What you say,
1: yeah. things that come out of your mouth. Exactly,
0: you know? how we react to certain things, you know. This one, um,
1: this one's a is a hard one for me. This is definitely a, a, an area that I need to continue to try to mature in because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times with blinders on, with, you know, it may sound good in my head yeah. And it may be productive and it may be beneficial, you know, in the long run. But if I don't think about how it affects you, maybe in the short run or or mm-hmm. even if it's not end up being beneficial, you know, if it doesn't, if it's not a positive step in our marriage, it's yeah. not beneficial, right? So right. either even if I think it is. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something I have to, um, and you don't want it to be like oh i'm scared of their reaction right because no, that that it could be taken that way i think that's an immaturity thing it's mm-hmm. like oh i'm not going to do that because you know jackie's gonna blow up at me well that's not a good reason not to do something <laughs> out of fear I mean, no. <laughs> you know like it shouldn't be based on a negative reaction that you're anticipating yeah right it should be just in general thinking through like okay how is this going to impact my spouse right you know whatever action mm-hmm. it is obviously there's things that are terrible that you don't even need to even discuss but like
0: well let's talk about like a career move let's say it's a career right. move you know it's a good um, example right you know, not a bad thing no that's not a bad right. thing but, but mm-hmm. obviously you should be respectful of the other if you are looking to make a change in your career if this is going to impact you know the bottom line of your household as far as income maybe the travel demands are going to be heavier and that's going to be really demanding more of the other spouse to spend time with kids or taking care of the home I mean, these are all little things that are initially for you you may be thinking of your career move and not the domino effect you know what that's going to look like for the other person
1: yeah i couldn't agree more
0: yeah it doesn't have to be something tragic but it can be just you know right. life. well i like think that. those are the ones you're going to have
1: <laughs> those are it's the obvious ones that maybe you focus on because it's easy to focus on that right like, yeah don't do something stupid that is going to hurt any spouse anywhere on any planet right, right. but like yeah like you said like if you get so focused on a job opportunity, mm-hmm. and you're you know you don't even realize, you, and even you might even think, "Wow, this is going to be great! I'll make more money," and you yeah. don't even think about the impact on your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. All right, number four: taking a chore off the other's plate, especially the ones they don't really care to do. <laughs>
0: I have several that I don't Yeah, really care so what to do. Uh,
1: what can I do to, to be selfless and show some selflessness, some chores that you do that you don't care to do, that you would like me to do from time to time.
0: Well, <laughs> I feel like this year you actually have taken a chore not hundred percent, but you've taken the chore off of my plate more so than probably ever, just because of work demands over the years you mm-hmm. didn't have you weren't in a position to do it. But um, I was typically the one doing a lot of the work in the kitchen as far right. as not even just cooking, but I mean the dishes. I hate doing the dishes. And I really don't like going to the grocery store. Now it's more of a, you know, you're going to the grocery store, I'm still cooking, which is fine, but then you're doing a lot of the cleanup. So it just, those are things I hate doing. I absolutely hate going to the grocery store. I, I know people who love it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. And I hate doing the dishes. I think in
1: general, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be very specific. We don't have to, like, say, you should do this chore. But, no, but think y- about your spouse and what chores they don't like to do and just proactively yeah. doing it.
0: Yeah, just taking it off their plate. And yeah. it's just, I've noticed it. it I'm I'm appreciative.
1: <laughs> and, I mean, some chores people like to do because it puts them in a, a zone or they're able to kind mm-hmm. of unplug and they enjoy it. Like, if you just did all the laundry, I'd... I'm not gonna lie, I'd be annoyed. Yeah. That's, that's therapeutic I, it for It is therapeutic for me. I like the folding, I like just thinking, I put on music, whatever I do, or yeah. you know, I like doing that. Right. So I know you love doing all the cooking, so I'll just let you do all that.
0: <laughs> no, but there are things that you know that I enjoy doing when it comes right. to mouths that I like to
1: But I don't I don't touch because right. not because I'm being selfish, just
0: No, we just have in a our... way that's
1: kind of being selfless, right? Like letting the mm-hmm. person do what they like to do.
0: Yeah. Instead of stepping in, I'll on, call it
1: selfless when do it's it. just you well, go ahead and continue to. There are clean. certain things that are therapeutic.
0: I know they may sound weird to somebody else, but you can kind of get in the zone. Right. But um, I appreciate when you go to the grocery store and do the dishes. I strongly dislike those two things <laughs> for the record. Um, so the next thing I would suggest, or we had discussed, mm-hmm. um, would be being sensitive to the things that could be an emotional trigger for your spouse. And these are things that obviously it wouldn't apply maybe to everyone, but you know, in knowing your spouse and knowing their life or things that they're experiencing right now, struggles and securities. I think we need to be um, being selfless and taking again, kind of referring to taking that step back and thinking about our actions. There may be certain things that are you know that are an emotional trigger for the other person, and stay away from those landmines. Mm-hmm. Why even go there? You know, why say something or do something that you know is going to bring them to, and I'm not saying for the rest of their life, it just may be a phase that they're in right now in that they're experiencing yeah. in, that, yeah, in that season um, where we need to be a little bit more vigilant or sensitive to those things.
1: Especially when you don't think it's a big deal. Right. Right. A lack of understanding of or having empathy for the way somebody feels about something. Mm-hmm. And this is a tough balance, right? Because there may be, there's, there's certainly times where I'm in the wrong about some some way I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and it's not right but it's still how I am feeling right now so as as the spouse how do you manage that right yeah you know and I and I've learned the hard way it's not to attack it (laughs) that doesn't work (laughs) real well right because
0: some people and you've not you don't do this but a lot of people whether it's a husband or wife will be like oh you're being ridiculous you know? Yeah,
1: that's a word we try and not to say to each other. No,
0: we don't do that. But I've heard other people do that, and I know that. I mean, that's just really going to make a bad problem worse. Right. Um, but you know, and then just maybe not addressing it all together, you know, and it seems dismissive. That's also going to make that person feel like you're not hearing them. You're mm-hmm. not really wanting to be compassionate for whatever it is that they're struggling with at that time, just because you don't understand it. Right. Yeah. You
1: know? This is a tough one. We've, yeah. We've. We've definitely gone through valleys in this, as far as our maturity level towards each other. I think both of us are probably equally Mm -hmm. at fault with.
0: Yeah, we've both done that. I mean, because yeah,
1: it's easy to yeah. We all think through our own lens. We all have our own perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, We everyone sees the world completely different, Mm -hmm. you know, or not necessarily completely different, but we all have our own experiences. So. In a marriage, you know you're one, so it's it's really hard to. Mm-hmm. This one's really hard because it's an emotional thing. It's not a physical do. I mean, it could be something that you know mm-hmm. if you physically do something or take some sort of action, it could trigger that person. But more often than not, this is about something you say to the other person. Yeah, right. And I
0: think a lot of it is it's, it, whatever they're struggling with and triggering something that may not have to do with your spouse or the other person. It could be a trigger, something that they've experienced in life in general, and they're revisiting that at that stage in life. It can be, you know, any number of things. It can even be something that is. It could be career related. It could have to do with other family members. It could have to deal with. It could have to do with how they're feeling physically about themselves, or just emotions or that they don't hurt. even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah some past, past hurt. Yeah. And just because we don't understand it, you're not walking through that like feeling it. You're. I don't want to say you're not walking through it because you should be walking through that with your spouse. Right. But you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not feeling it and you may not understand all of it doesn't mean that we should, you know, somebody should say, hey, you're being ridiculous or be dismissive.
1: You, know? <laughs> you just sound like your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> just blow off whatever somebody's saying. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's funny when you see that objectively from when you see an action like that. Yeah. It's so obvious. Mm-hmm. My gosh, he's being so selfish. How could you be so selfish? Right. And then you don't even realize you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said at the very beginning, like a lot of times it's, you're just blinded to the fact that you're you're being selfish and mm-hmm. sometimes you need a verbal or physical slap across the face, right?
0: Yeah. Some of these <laughs> things just don't come natural. I mean, mm-hmm. as you're growing in a marriage, you have to take a step back and think about these things. These are things that we've learned. We didn't go into our marriage doing most of these things. We right. Were, you I mean, know, versions of it are, you, yeah. know,
1: you know, different levels and... Ebbs and flows, certainly, but we've, but we've
0: had to mature into that. I,
1: exactly. Yeah. And learn each other. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Number six intentionally stepping away from what interests you to plug into what your partner enjoys or is interested in. I think this one probably applies more to me. You know, we've not that our interests are that far off. We both love traveling, we both love fitness. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that
0: we enjoy doing together. Yeah. That we
1: enjoy doing together, but. It's more like the day-to-day things, you know, and I think this is something that I've had to learn. You know, I, I'm more of an isolation,
0: homebody. homebody
1: type guy. And, you know, there, are, there have been times where I've had to say, you know what, like it's important for Jackie to get out of the house. Go, you know, get dressed up, go somewhere, even if it's, you know, it doesn't matter a lot of times. I mean, it matters, but.
0: Oh, it doesn't have to and be there's some been grand times, event. Yeah, yeah just... and there's
1: times where I didn't want to do it. I'm not gonna lie, and you know yeah. I didn't wanna do it. And sometimes we fought over it, but also there's been times where I've just made the conscious decision that, like, yeah, like it's important for our marriage, regardless of what my thoughts are on it. I'm going to do that for Jackie. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna go take, you know, go on a date. And I, I know it sounds terrible, like I don't want to date you and don't want to go on to, But there are moments, <laughs> right? There for are days. sacrificing by going <laughs> on a date with me. You. <laughs> but I mean, the reality is, like, and whether it's with your kids or with your spouse, there's times where you have to unplug what you're doing. Yeah. And you know, I've read different books where they talk about you know, men. Men should only have limited hobbies, right? If if you're spending every Saturday, and there's nothing wrong with hunting or fishing or whatever your hobby is, but if you're spending every... Rodeo. Rodeo, obviously. But I mean, whatever that is, right? If you're spending a good portion of, the, of a Saturday and then like a, a whole Sunday afternoon, like maybe you should check your, you know, check your your time spent
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and see if, you know, where, where that's lining up with the health of your marriage.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Nothing wrong with football, but if I watched college football all day Saturday and college, NFL all day Sunday, Mm-hmm. That would be a problem in our marriage.
0: Right. Well, not if I enjoyed that as well.
1: I, know it was something we I said do. ours.
0: But yeah, yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not watching it with you. I mean, I'll go to a game. Yeah, with go to the game. See, that's
1: like where but, you, you blend. You know, when we used to go and we haven't been to a UVA football game in a while, but when yeah. we would go and it would be a whole day event and mm-hmm. the, you know, we'd have the kids, it was yeah, a great time. Fun. Yeah, that's fun. Like
0: going and being there and the energy, but sitting on the couch, just sorry. Right. And if Count you're, you're just out. not into that. So
1: no. I have to be mindful Pass. of that. I When people ask, Actually, over the years, people have asked, you know, I've kind of joked. I said, Oh, I, I only like college football. There's Nick, there's, I'm not allowed to, uh, to like both the yeah, NFL and college true. football. <laughs> well, I mean, truth is, I don't want to watch football all day. Yeah. I like having it on, yeah. and I like keeping up with the scores and what's going on, but I don't like pl- unplugging from my family for the entire right. weekend just to watch football. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or to go hunting or to fishing or, you know, whatever it is, golf. Golf's a good one, right? Yeah. You know, like but you can see, waste an entire day.
0: I'll drive right. the golf cart. And there's
1: nothing wrong with golfing. No. And sometimes maybe if I'm into golf, you recognize that that's important to me. So you mm-hmm. sacrifice that time together in order to let me go and do the yeah. golf, right? So Plus, there's
0: something about an active thing. I don't know. I feel different about an active thing that's still kind of a form of exercise than just sitting there all day and watching and completely tuning out everyone else that's in your home. I don't know. That's just me. No, that's no that's a
1: good point. Well that's like a <laughs> well that's a you're actually physically watching me, if that was the case. You're physically watching me not do anything. And, and every ignoring... time you walk by it annoys you more and more. Yeah that just... if I was out, you know, with the boys or I was out golfing or something, at least
0: yeah, that there's feels... something different there. Like, yeah.
1: But if Perfect. it was three o'clock and I've just been hanging around having beers after golfing You'd be like, Tommy, come on. You've been going all day. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think the other side of that is not just unplugging yourself, but plugging into what interests the other person.
0: Right, which I think also kind of leads into what I was going to share next with proactively setting up an activity that your partner enjoys doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I... Let's say I was going to set something up where, you know, maybe it really isn't my thing, but I know it's your thing and I can still be a part of it. Maybe I would set up a day where we're going to go golf or you're going to golf because I don't golf um, and I'll drive the golf cart, but it's still, it's your day. Like it's something that you want to do and I, but I can still be a part of it because I like to spend time with you a little bit. Right. I kind of like being around you.
1: And I've done a couple of times where we have said, all right, let's go grab, let's go to, you know. Happy hour, and Mm -hmm. then let's just go shopping. Yeah, and I'll and I'll be your bag carrier. You
0: love shopping. I
1: I enjoy it immensely. (laughs) I'm a very efficient shopper, especially with clothes and things like that. I'm in and out. Like I see what I want, move on. Like I don't peruse. So sometimes. You know. That's
0: definitely a selfless thing. I appreciate. It. Right. We haven't done that in a long time, actually. We haven't. Well, I, now you can't I, even go to the mall. Well, now but. you can't. But and I typically just shop online now. So. Right. Um, but. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a second. I'm being selfless now. Are you?
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, setting something up like that, just something fun. You know, I mean, you've set up days where we've gone to the beach. It's a beach day and. I really like doing that and I think that's probably more work on your part. it's a going, lot more work on my part. You're carrying all the heavy stuff. I'm carrying all yeah. the stuff. I'm
1: setting up everything. Yeah, yeah.
0: you're setting everything. It's not that I
1: don't enjoy it, it's just that
0: it's um, more work for you. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I in or if you're gonna have like some girlfriends over to hang out, I'll cook and make drinks and yeah. do all that for you just so that you can I really appreciate relax that. and do that kinda. Of, I mean it, it's more about the the idea of Recognizing you need to unplug and recognizing how important it is to plug into what somebody else's likes are.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Number eight: ensuring that your marriage comes before the kids. And this may be a uh, controversial one, but I think that without a healthy marriage, it's really hard to expect to have uh, healthy kids. And it's Mm -hmm. not. This isn't a, a. This isn't a negative towards single parents. It's not.
0: meant meant to slight anybody
1: because that's something that takes a lot more sacrifice than we have to do Mm -hmm. you know because there's both of us with our children so we recognize that and honor that but for the purpose of today where we're talking about marriages Mm -hmm. it's it's really important that that the kids recognize that mom and dad's relationship comes first than the kids yeah and um i don't know the statistics but I'm, i'm guessing if you line up Hundred men and ask this, you know, some version of this question. They'd probably say that more often than not, mm-hmm. if that does become something that is a detriment to the family, it's where the mom has focused the attention towards the kids, away from the husband. Yeah. More, more so than you know, I than that. I vice mean, versa, right? Because you have you're the primary mm-hmm. nurturer. It's just kind of in in a mom's nature,
0: especially if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're around the kids all the time, which. I've always worked but when you were traveling and I was still working from home the days that you were gone naturally my focus is on the kids you're mm-hmm. not here so I'm not taking time away from you but if you were gone for an extended period of time and then came back home I was focused on the kids the kids the kids the kids it was probably I had to completely switch gears you know to then focus you know on you not neglect the kids but I'm just saying All of my energy went towards them when you were out of town. And they get used to just having me basically cater to their everywhere. No,
1: I'm very lucky and very thankful that even though that was the reality, you've always put me first. And I think I've always put you first.
0: Yeah, I think so. Right. But We always agreed on that. We
1: did. We that's we, something can, we did agree we on, did agree on early very early on,
0: very beginning.
1: But it just it's you know it doesn't happen all the time, and a lot yeah. of men feel neglected by their their spouse, and they feel like the spouse is being selfish. <clears throat> in that case, yeah. And the other spouse may think how selfish? What are you talking about? I'm I'm sacrificing all of my time for my kids. Yeah. And so it's like this weird triangle of opinion. Mm-hmm you know, if, if you're throwing selfish and selfless in there, you know, who's right?
0: Yeah. I you know? think it, that's definitely something that needs to be discussed if it's not agreed upon in the beginning, when somebody recognizes it, it's also um, kind of goes back to when someone is feeling a certain way for you not to say, oh my gosh, you're being ridiculous. Oh, why would you feel that way? There you're, you know, any of those things, take a step back and then think about, how you would feel, you know, like for example, when you were gone and you were traveling for a while and I'm sure I would hope you missed me and you <laughs> meant to be to <laughs> me. Have. And if I neglected you when you came home and just was like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> welcome back. Um, you know, your meals in the fridge or whatever, and just kind of breeze on by you and focus on the kids and, and not want to reconnect and have that time with you. Um, and you felt a certain way about it. Yeah, that could cause an issue. I need to take a step back. And I never felt that way. I was always counting the days till you came. Right. And, but there were also times where you
1: were just completely worn out. Yeah. And I needed to
0: hand the baton over. Right. And you literally
1: would like, you know, like give me the baton like in, in air. And, and
0: yeah, I was tired. I mean,
1: and you know, sometimes I, I took that as like, well, I've been gone all week too. I've been working like, Mm -hmm. why don't I get a hug and a kiss? And you know, like, yeah, what, what about me? I know. Right, and so...
0: We viewed it differently, for sure.
1: Well, but, but that's also that also evolved. There were also times where you would do that, and it was more when the kids were younger, right? I mean, as mm-hmm. they get older, they're more self-sufficient, but when they were younger, yeah, physically and emotionally, that just takes a toll on a mom. It's, it's yeah. really hard, especially if I'm not there.
0: Yeah, because you're doing all the cooking, all the cleaning. And that, and that was happening the...
1: when I was less mature about it. So if that same scenario happened now, it would be a different response on my part, mm-hmm. is recognizing that, Letting you have some time and space and then reconnecting at another time. Yeah. Instead of walking in the door and be like, I'm home, take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me. Yeah. So, <laughs> um,
0: the next one that I think is a huge one, and you know, definitely don't want to forget this because I think everyone needs to feel appreciated. Um, so, appreciate when your spouse is taking this, the initiative to be selfless. And so, whatever that looks like for you within your within your marriage mm-hmm. and because there are things that obviously that maybe your wife or your husband is doing that, you know, maybe we're not currently doing for each other because it's not something that would kind of check that or fill that bucket for you or for me. But whatever that is, say thank you. you show that appreciation, recognize what they're doing, just like I just said with the dishes, like I appreciate that. I know that I recognize that. When you do, you know, if I have friends over and, and you say, hey, do you go get guys want anything, You know, make something, make cocktails, whatever, I really appreciate that. You're being selfless with your time. I know there's a million other things that you have on your plate, and you're stepping away from that to serve me. And, and even if you're serving others that I have as guests, it's still being selfless to me and helping me to just kind of enjoy that time and be able to check out. So I appreciate that. And I would encourage everyone to show that appreciation and say thank you or...
1: Yeah, I think another piece of that that's really important is if you are being intentional and conscious about thinking mm-hmm. about what the other spouse is doing yeah. that's selfless. I think that's a maturity thing that's going to, you know, it's like you, it's taking those blinders off and recognizing that, wow, that person really, look what my spouse is doing for me. Like, yeah. There's intentionality there that I think is, brings closeness and maturity into the marriage. Yeah. So I agree. I completely agree. Thank you for saying that. I welcome the <laughs> the uh, appreciation. So the last one, number 10, um, and this one is is kind of a general big picture mm-hmm. idea, but I think it kind of sums up, you know, what all of these things really talk about and it's focus on being the perfect match for your spouse instead of focusing on your spouse meeting your needs and being the perfect match for you. Right and so what i wanted to do is share a quote that i i had the honor of um presiding over your cousin's wedding last year my
0: nephew your
1: nephew What do i say cousin
0: sorry <laughs> he's your nephew too <laughs> it's
1: hard calling a 29 30 year old man like a nephew it's just it's weird i'm not that old um and they asked me to um you know preside over the, the the ceremony i was really honored to do that and i spent all this time like trying to find quotes and there's that
0: is a huge honor
1: and there was uh I, I admittedly kind of made the words my own but the idea i had stolen from a, a sermon i had heard from a another pastor i can't even remember <laughs> which, which one i heard it from yeah. at this point but so i'll just i'll just kind of read what i wrote what i read in the ceremony mm-hmm. and we'll kind of close with that because i think it was um You know, we worked on the words together and Mm -hmm. changed them up a few times just to kind of make it. And so I said in the in the ceremony, I said, society tells us incessantly and everywhere how to find the perfect match or where to find your dream man or woman. However, you two have already found your perfect matches in each other. But here's what I ask of each of you, Chris, instead of focusing on what Emily should do to be your perfect match, Always ask yourself, how can I be the perfect match for Emily's wants and needs? Emily, always ask yourself, how can I be the perfect match for Chris's wants and needs? Your marriage will grow and deepen to depths you can't even imagine if each of you are consistently and selflessly asking, how can I be your perfect match?
0: I think that's beautiful and i love that you're so passionate about that and i see tears rolling (laughs) so with that being said we're going to close we want to challenge you to be selfless in your marriage i'm going to go make out with my husband and we will (laughs) record the next one for next week bye guys Bye. we hope you enjoyed this episode and if so please continue to listen on podbean itunes or spotify and hit subscribe. Also, visit us at DestinationMarriagePodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at Destination underscore Marriage, and be sure to tune in to our next episode.